the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon. I'm along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. This is your first time you have joined us at Cornerstone Radio. Our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. Hey guys, welcome on the show tonight. I'm glad that we're all here today and we're going to be talking out of uh, chapters uh, John in chapter 15, 16, and 17, folks. So um, I'm going to be uh, reading out 15. Blaine will be reading out chapter 16. And then Ed will be out of chapter 17. This is going to be good, guys. So um, I know I got the, the, the message tonight. It's going to be of the true vine. And then I know Blaine's going to be having the Holy Spirit. Is that correct on yours? Sure is, yeah. And then, Ed, you're going to be about Jesus in prayer. Is right. that correct? Right. Great, and I know they in tie together, so this will be really well. So we'll have this for the next couple of Saturdays, right? And yeah. I think we're going to be dealing yeah. with this. Right. Great. What a good time. Folks, I just want to thank you and welcome you to Cornerstone Radio tonight, and I'm glad that you can join us. Um, I'm going to be reading out of chapter uh, 15 of John, and uh, the caption of the show tonight is called The True Vine. So, folks, I'm just going to read a, a scripture here. It says, He says, I am the true vine. And my father is a gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce the fruit, and he prunes the branches that do not and that do bear fruit, so that they will produce even more. Great. And I'm going to go ahead and let you know what the vine is. The vine is Jesus, as we know. That's what he illustrates and talks about. That he mm. is the vine, and he says the um, and we are the branches of the vine. Mm. And the father is the gardener. So, you know, the, the father, he's the one that's going to come along and, and trim us up and produce and, and help us uh, produce the fruit. Folks, I just want to say is that, um, is that it's so good to be a part of the, of the vine. And I'm going to tell you, once you're in the vine and you remain with Jesus, you can do a lot of work and he's going to produce fruit. It says in the Bible that we are known by what? Our fruit, right? Mm-hmm, and right. so that is what we're going to do today. So I'm going to read a little bit more so that you'll, you'll know what we're talking about. You have already been pruned and purified by the message that I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I am them, will produce much fruit. From apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and is withered. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. 
But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask of anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. And I want to just start off, folks. There's three types of fruit that Jesus is talking about here. And he's talking about there's no fruit, we have some fruit, and there's much fruit. Mm. And that's like that 30, 60, and uh, 40-fold, you know, and then plus the 90. So the branches are, we are the branches. Like I said before, we are the branches. That's Some of the branches that have no fruit is cut off and thrown into the fire. Those are the ones the people are um, where Jesus talked about in Matthew. He talks about that back in Matthew 13 about the sower who went around throwing the seeds out, remember, and it fell upon the rocks and some fell upon the thorns. Some fell upon, you know, into good soil and, and produced much fruit. So um, and then the other branch is with some with some fruit. This is prune. This is where God comes and prunes us and that we can um, start producing more fruit. And then we have the branches that have been pruned very much, and they produce much fruit. So I don't know what branch you are in your walk with the Lord. If you're not producing much fruit, um, then I would tell you then you're not really remaining with Christ. And I can show you where this is happening. The people who don't have um, much fruit are having no fruit. And I can read this out of you in um, Matthew 13, uh, 22 says, the seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear the word, hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by worries of this life and lures of wealth. So there is no fruit produced. Mm. So as God, as Jesus was talking in here, he says, you who remain in me will produce fruit. And that's the key life. And you know, that's the key right there is when you're walking with the Lord and you have a relationship with the Lord, God can use you. And I know that he's used us in many ways on um, out there in the field working with the homeless. Like, again, we never thought I, I didn't think I was ever going to be working with the homeless. I don't know about you guys. Did you guys think about that? No, I, not myself. Yes. And then you got some that produce um, um, some fruit. These are like the ones that fell upon the rocks that started to grow. They were excited. They really heard the word God's message. They got into church. They started help working. Um, started trying to do things in the church, and their roots start taking off. But since there was not much soil, what happens? They they fade away, right? Mm. So, which is nice, you know. Which the, it leads us to again. This is why Jesus says, "If you remain in me, I will remain in you, and you can produce fruit." And that's the thing about it, folks. We have to have that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that relationship with Jesus, you're 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 not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna last long. It's just it's just the way it is. Um, you're, you just it's just not going to happen. So the branches with much fruit have been pruned by uh, by God. He's our gardener, and um, there is life, and 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 it keeps producing more. And he, and he says here with the people who produce much fruit he says, "You are my true disciples." And you know what else he goes on to say? This brings great glory to my Father. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to say, folks. You know, going out and working in ministries, if you can, working in your church, there's so much, uh, there's so many ministries that God can use you in. And if you're not working in any of them, maybe start looking around in your church, or if you're not going to church, or maybe if you don't have Jesus and you're looking to have Jesus, it's a simple thing to do, folks. It's just, it's just reaching out, 
telling Jesus, hey, you know, I, Lord, I don't have a walk with you. I need you. Repent of your sins. Ask Jesus to come into your life. It's that easy to say. You confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is was raised from the dead mm-hmm. and that he is Lord. He will come into you. That is the Holy Spirit, which I know Blaine is going to be talking about, about the Holy Spirit and how it ties in here with remaining in the vine. And what I really, and during the, the holidays, this is when it's really hard because some people lost a lot of family and don't have family. Yeah. I'm going to let you know that you're never alone. God is always there with you. And if you ask him to be a part of your life, he will touch you and let you know that you are a part of his life and mm-hmm. that he will use you and you will produce the fruit. And fruit is people are going to see that. You know, we're oh, yeah. we're lights, right? We're not we're not put up on um behind a door or hidden in a closet. We're out there spreading the word, right? And showing oh, yeah. them the light. So I just want to let you know that that's where I'm starting off on, and that's where it says to remain in Jesus. I know uh, Blaine that the Holy Spirit, once we receive Jesus, he says that um, we're never alone again because he comes and fills us with his Holy Spirit. That, that is so true, John. Um, I, I, it's so hard. We're here on radio. You guys can't see us, but I'm sitting here just smiling. I mean, from ear to ear as uh, John's sharing the vine and branches, and I'm going to share with you guys uh, John 16. We're going to be at from verse 7 to 11. But in my notes, which he has not seen, is it's like we are not alone, folks. We we don't have to rely on our, our, our voices or being eloquent. We've got this Holy Spirit. And so, you know, I, I got to say to you guys, um, very, very excited about this study for December as we turn into the birth of Jesus this month. We're turning another page here. We get to just read from the Word, you know, and, and we've been part of this ministry. We get to see fruit, praise God. Um, we get to see changed lives, and um, we get to be, as we've been talking about for the last four weeks, um, servants. And you know what? I want to capitalize on what you just said there, change life. It's not only changing the lives of the homeless out there. The people that we have in our ministry has changed and grown so much fruit, too. I mean, I've I've seen women Mm -hmm. out there who would never would ever wish um, went up and prayed for anybody or even spoke about Lord now sharing and loving it. So we get to see that, too. It's not only what we see with the homeless. So very true. Very true. Very true. We're all growing. Um, When we as Peter got out of the boat, we use it a lot in ministry and you're going to be at a men's retreat. You guys are going to be talking about it. It's like, let's get out of the boat. We've been encouraging. We love you folks. We're all part of the family of Christ. And uh, we've been encouraging you. And, and so as John spoke about the vine and the branches, um, we just want to encourage you to be in this word. We are in this in God's word. It's our strength. Um, and then I get to talk about the Holy Spirit. He is our teacher. He is our comforter. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this, you guys, from John chapter 16, verse 7 through 11. And it's Jesus speaking. We've got red letters going on here. It says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, he will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. And of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judge. So I want to really point out, and I know that as I have chapter 16 over the next few weeks, I want 
our viewers to understand that that Holy Spirit, our helper, is he has come. He will convict. There's a lot of underlining we can maybe do as we study, but he is the Holy Spirit. He's our helper. He's with us. Um, as Jesus left us, he gave us the Holy Spirit. And as as we were starting to, tonight, um, we were talking about just God pressing upon your heart to go and pray for somebody. Um, a lot of us, you know, we're all made of this flesh, and some of us has, have a little bit more boldness. Some of us don't. But, you know, we're all made of this flesh. But when God says go, um, it's great to be obedient. It's great to be obedient and go and pray for someone. And um, we don't know what they're going through. But as you said, John, there's a major point, Ed, that um, in our own lives, and all those that I get to see, I mean, we are so blessed. There's so many servants that we have seen from Elkhorn Wesleyan and Skyline Wesleyan that come out every single week, and they're out there hugging. They're out there loving. They're out there praying. I'm telling you, I I got chills. I'm in awe how the women are, they're filling up bags of food. They're filling up bags of clothes. The love of Jesus Christ is in them. It's in us. And we're growing. We're all growing together. Mm -hmm. And so we're here tonight to encourage our audience, our brothers and sisters in Christ, to let's, let's get out and grow. Um, we've got that spirit of God. Let's stay connected to the vine. And uh, and then I, I just have so much to say, you guys, but I'm going to send it over to, to Pastor Ed, um, who's going to speak to us, I believe, in John chapter 17. Yeah, this comes from chapter 17. And, and kind of uh, to sum up, John talks about the fruit and producing fruit. And it's a matter of perspective. Uh, are you producing fruit? And uh, it depends on what you consider fruit. And then Blaine was talking about the Holy Spirit. Well, if you've got the Holy Spirit, you're probably going to be producing the right fruit. Yes. So those come together. But this uh, verse, first verse, I actually want to do five verses, but uh, the first verse just, I had trouble getting past it. Let me read it to you. After saying all these, or after saying all these things, and these things are the things that John and Blaine are talking about, it says, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son. Now I'm going to stop right there because this is an important thing. Jesus knew where he was, what he was facing. If you go back to when he went to uh, the Mount of Olives, he told his disciples, "I'm about to die from my uh, uh, not the fear, but um, anticipation of what's going to take place." Mm-hmm. And we do know he sweat great drops of blood. Uh-huh. Because the the cross that he was facing is a cross of shame and humiliation, and that's what he's facing. So, as he looks forward to this, um, he's seeing glory in it, mm. and yet there is no glory in the in the crucifixion. Uh, even the families would not show up because they were embarrassed that they're relative was uh, hung on the cross it was it was a terrible thing to uh, not just the person dying but the whole family if you look at jesus hanging on the cross we only see two disciples one of them was john and the other was peter who denied him yes what happened to his brothers you know we know james and, and jude uh after jesus was crucified became christians and were leaders in the church but here they are during his crucifixion there's nothing mentioned of any of his brothers. There's nothing to mention about the other disciples. There's nine of them now. The, the Judas hung himself, and then yep. Peter and, and uh, John were there. So what happened to the rest of them? Yeah. 
And I know people say that it's fear, but I, I kind of back away from this because when they arrested Jesus, all the disciples were there. If they wanted to arrest him, they could have arrested them then. Absolutely. Now, they may have had fear of other people, the, the people that would be against them. But you think about what goes through their mind. Here they've been for three years telling people, this is Christ. This is the Messiah. Yeah. And here he is about to be put on the cross. What a disappointment. What a disillusionment they must have gone through because the man they put their whole life into is now dying like a common criminal. Yes. Uh, So you begin to see the humiliation. You begin to see the embarrassment and why they didn't show up. So I'm not altogether sure they didn't show up out of fear. I think a lot of it was this embarrassment. But God's perspective is totally different. God looks at this cross that's humiliation and shame, and he sees glory in it. Isn't that a great change of perspective? When we're in the field and we look at these people who are homeless and they're dirty, and sometimes, let's admit it, they smell. Mm -hmm. Our perspective should be, this is the Son of God. He created these people. Mm. And we should be looking at them through the eyes of God and not condemning them into the shame and humiliation of the position they're in. So... Like I say, I had I had a lot of problems getting through verse one because I could see see God looking at this in a totally different way than everybody else looked at it, and um, and I, I think we have to start looking at things in God's perspective, and where people see humble or see humility when they see shame, we need to see God's creation. We need to see God. Uh, as some as a as a hope to some of these people, and not move away from them, but instead move up next to them. You know, I I believe that God has the power to deaden your smell. I, and <laughs> this sounds bad, but you know, when you're out there in the street, no place to wash your clothes, um, you can begin to smell. Yes, mm-hmm. and. And I think we need to deaden our smell. I think we need to deaden our sight so we don't see the dirt and the filth, but we see a creation of God. Yeah. And this is, what, this is what Jesus saw. He looked at that cross of humiliation and shame, and he saw glory in it. And it uh, gives you a totally different perspective. I'm sorry if I start crying. It's just, <laughs> this is just, I get very emotional when I start seeing a God's perspective into things. So let me go on with this. Is um, I'm going to I'm going to start at the quote because I stopped in the middle of a sentence here. It says, "Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son. What reason? So He can give glory back to you. So that was the purpose of God's uh, dying or of Jesus dying on that cross is to bring glory back to the Father. It says you have given you have given <laughs> you have given everyone." I'm sorry, wait a minute. You have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. And this is the way he to, uh, to eternal life. So he tells us, tells us how we get to it. You want eternal life? Here's it. To know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. Amen. We have so many uh, other... I, I, <clears throat> So many other religions out there that'll tell you that that uh, they can get you into heaven, but when I start listening to their heaven, uh, 
it's nothing at all like ours. Um, their gods almost right down the line offer nothing to the person. Mm-hmm. Jesus, when he died and left, he sent us the Holy Spirit. He yep. didn't abandon us out there to try to get through all this. Uh, he walks with us daily, walks with us and, and guides us. And so it's a very personal thing. And again, back to perspective, uh, you want to produce fruit, you want to work with the Holy Spirit, then your perspective better be from God's perspective. Yes. And it's a totally different picture. Uh, let me just do, uh, I think verse 5 is the last one here. It says, Now, Father, and, and this kind of sums up John chapter 1. Okay. It says, Now, Father, bring me into glory we shared before the world begun. Yes. So that takes us back to John chapter 1, verse 1. Beautiful. And uh, I guess I better I guess I better stop there. No, I, I, I told you I could have done a whole <laughs> sermon on that. Twenty-minute sermon on that first verse. Oh yeah. Oh, you know I love it when you were talking about about Jesus and the glory. You know it does choke people up. It does when you give that perspective and what He has done. It does make you want to cry. <laughs> and you know, and and that came to fifteen seven. Came and He says, "If you remain me in in me, and my words remain in you, you will produce much fruit." And then John fifteen five it says, "Apart from Jesus." You can't. You can do nothing, yeah. and you know. And I want to tell about some. We have some. You know. I know. Being out there, maybe you you kind of got away from church, but yet you're a believer and you love God, and <laughs> you're just not really walking in way. There's an illustration of that, and that's like a branch that is a part, is still a part of the vine that falls onto the ground. What does God does? He comes over, lifts that branch up, he cleans it all off, and it's still remaining mm-hmm. in the thing. So I don't know if your walk hasn't been that good with uh, with the Lord. And, and let God know. Say, hey, God, you know what? I, I know that I haven't been walking with you. But, Lord, I really need you because I really want to be apart with you. Amen. And, and with, and nothing, Amen. I do not want to be apart from you because I know that's not life. So, and, you know, and that's one of the great things there, that God is so kind and so good. And, you know, Blaine, what you were talking to and Ed, to the Holy Spirit. That's oh, yeah. the thing is, we're not alone. This is the thing is, he sent the Holy Spirit to come and live in with us. He's the one that's going to help us produce the fruit, and he's the one that we're going to rely on for our strength. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because God said there was power in his name, but is it, are we using it right? Now, you know, we're not rubbing it like a genie, right, and saying, hey, you know, that million dollars should sure be nice. Uh, doesn't quite work like that. But I just want to say, folks, that um, we're going to be talking more about uh, uh, chapter 15, chapter 16 and 17. We all have our chapters to do it on. So the next uh, weekend, stay tuned with us so, so that you can hear as we go on to give them more of the message. Guys, I want to let you go ahead and say anything before we start closing. I can't believe our, our show went by that quick. I was just really getting into it. But Blaine or Ed? Yeah, well, if I, if I can jump in, I, I want to say real quick, you guys, again, family, thanks for being out there. Um, we do only have the, what, 26 minutes, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just want to agree with the vine of the branches, not being able to produce anything without Jesus. He, he, he gets the glory. Um, Je- everything Jesus did was he pointed to the Father. And Jesus said, I must go. And the Holy Spirit points them all to Jesus. And we're called to be the light. So whatever your calling is, I would just want to agree with my brothers right here. We're encouraging you, encouraging you to just get out of the boat, uh, see what God's going to do. 
don't rely on your own strengths. Please just be in the word. The word will strengthen you. The Holy Spirit will fill you when you invite Jesus Christ into your life. And that power will go out. It won't be your own. It'll be his. And, and through that, we can, take, we can take no glory. Glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Ed? I just uh, I just want to say amen to what Blaine just said. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> well, folks, uh, we want to thank you for being with us tonight. Uh, we really enjoy being out there with you. Then um, we really want the best for you. You can give us a call if you need anything, um, any spiritual advice, or if you want to come out and be a part, you can give us a call at uh, at Cornerstone. Our number here is 619-715-6915. Again, that number is 619 619- Seven one five six nine one five. We want to give a shout out. We are we are a five hundred one c three nonprofit organization. So if you like to make a donation, you're more than welcome. It is tax deductible, and I do want to say um, I want to do give it again a shout out. I like to say for Skyline, they've been helping us out. I really appreciate Jeremy and Tim over Skyline. Thank you very much for helping us. Uh, we appreciate the people coming out, too, and um, joining a part with us. We want to reach out and say thank you to Steve Forsythe over at the Elkhorn Westland Church for his participation in helping us uh, to help others get into hotels and that. And we want to give a shout-out to getting to Javier and his family. We want to thank you, Javier, and your family for giving us the food. And we also want to thank Goodwill, Anna, yes. and, um, and Kim, excuse yeah. me. Um, about um, about them helping us out with clothing, Ed. Yeah, just one thing you talked about, uh, <clears throat> but you didn't tell his business name. Oh, oh yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got all those things going through my mind. <coughs> sombreros, uh, sombreros. We love sombreros. So well, I went there last week. <laughs> <laughs> we want to give a shout out to them, and we really appreciate. It. Again, folks, we thank you for listening to us. Um, I, you know what. God loves you. Remain in Jesus. Jesus is our strength. The Holy Spirit will definitely help us. And I just want to wish everybody a good night and God bless every one of you. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.